Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Father in heaven, we come to you again today, and we ask that you will speak unto us in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We come again to the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. The Bible here says, Enter ye in at a straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereof. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that findeth it. In the last episode, we emphasized that you must be intentional. No one will get to eternal life by mistake. No one will crash into the gates by some chance. It's a choice and it's an intentional choice. Now, even if it was possible to crash into the gate, for those that are alive, there remains a walking to do because we must walk before we get to the destination. We mentioned that the gates is to be entered and the way is to be walked in. It's important to note that entering the gate is not sufficient. You must also walk in the way to reach the destination, eternal life. We do not get to life eternal as soon as we enter the street gate. Just as the children of Israel did not get into Canaan as soon as they crossed the Red Sea, they had to go through the wilderness. We also have to walk through the narrow way. And I hope that we do not mentally understand narrow as straight and tight because our mind may play that trick on us. To understand this, we may need to consider the journey of the children of Israel in the wilderness after they crossed the Red Sea. It was not a straight journey. It sometimes took them through the path of the mountains. It sometimes required battles. But there is one thing I want to point out. If you turn your Bibles to the book of Exodus 13, 21-22, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. It took not away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The Lord was going before the children of Israel in their journey. And all they had to do was just to follow. If you would ask, this is what makes the way narrow. This is it. They cannot go in any direction outside the guidance and the light of the Lord through the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. They were to travel in the day and in the nights, in good times and in bad times, but only with the Lord 
where the pillar rests, they rest. When the pillar moves, they move. They were living in the confines of divine laws. What the law says they must do. They cannot live like the nations around them, not without consequences. So while the Israelites are examples for us, the Lord that was leading the Israelites through the wilderness says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John 14, 16. So what we are saying here is that the Lord that led the children of Israel was Christ. And he says, I am the way. And in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29, he says, Come unto me, all ye the labor and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now that's the first step. Come into the gates. Then in verse 29, he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find the rest unto your souls. So the second step is taking the yoke of Christ upon ourselves. So when you have entered the gate, first by coming in humility and penitence, there is still one more thing to do to get to life eternal. You must walk. And that walking is by walking with Jesus Christ. And this is not a walk on our own. You must take on the yoke of Christ. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. So let me tell you a little bit about this narrow way that we must walk in. It's a way of dependence. An absolute dependence on Christ. Where he leads, there you go. You cannot do things on your own. That's the Christian life. That's the path that leads to eternal life. This walk requires consecration. It requires leaning. <laughs> it requires trusting in Christ that wherever he says it should go, even if it seems it's not right in your own sight, you just follow. It's a walk of faith. Faith in the Lord. Self-denial. It's a walk of obedience and much more. Now it's important to state that this way does not accommodate excesses. You must not turn to the back. Because turning to the back is dangerous. You find yourself quickly in the broad way. And you must press forward with Christ to the heavenly destination. Now, it's not going to be easy all the way. Like Jesus Christ, expect temptations. Expect resistance. Expect to endure hardness. Men will revile you. And sometimes you may need to wrestle and be in agony. Of course, you need to watch because there are people who are against your soul. You need to walk with care and circumspection. Oh, sometimes it comes with tribulations. So, brethren, this way is narrow. <laughs> Little wonder, the Bible says, Few there be that find it. Like the children of Israel, as they were led through their journey, we are following the Lord's guidance. We are not inventing our own way. There is no trailblazing. For there is no other way outside the way that Christ himself walked. Any other way is a deviation. Whether it's the way of religion or denominationalism. If it's not centered upon Christ, it does not lead to eternal life. The only way that leads to eternal life is the way of Christ. 
And somebody's asking me, how do I know the way of Christ? Like the Israelites, on this way, they were edged in by divine laws. For us, it is the precepts of the Holy Scriptures that the Holy Spirit helps us to understand. Jesus said he was going to send the Holy Spirit, and yes, he did. And he said he's going to teach us all things and put in our remembrance all the things that he has taught us. This holy precepts that we have is exceedingly broad, leaving only a very narrow way for us to walk therein, just as Christ walked. As we wrap up this, you want to ask yourself these questions. First, have you entered the gates? Are you yoked up with Christ in a life of full commitment, consecration, and dedication? Are you walking on the narrow path? Oh, are you really savoring life eternal? Now, it is never too late for anyone to start. Make sure you are in the gates. And then, today, make a commitment to the Lord in prayer, asking for His grace to come true for you. As you seek His face and make a decision to walk with the Lord, God bless you.